This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the Faith Revival. So yesterday I scared you about major sins. Today I'm going to make you feel better inshallah. Not so that you can commit major sins, but so that you can recognize that do not despair from the mercy of Allah. Allah forgives all sins as long as you don't insist. This is a hadith that's one of my personal favorite hadith because it involves one of my favorite characters other than the Prophet ﷺ, a man by the name of Abu Dhar al-Ghifari. May Allah have, uh, be pleased with him, the great companion of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Abu Dhar's character was one of extreme righteousness. The Prophet ﷺ says that this earth has not carried a man more truthful than Abu Dhar. That, that this is the most truthful man, that this is a man full of faith on the inside. Now what can happen to someone that's full of faith and a person that is, is, is a zahid, an ascetic, is that they can start to look at those that don't practice like them and not see the same things in them and not see that uh, they are deserving of the same salvation that they have. So Abu Dhar says that the Prophet wasallam said, he said that there is no believer who says La ilaha illallah, who affirms the oneness of God, and then dies, except that he enters into paradise. And he said that when the Prophet ﷺ said that, I said, in zana wa sarak, even if he committed adultery and stole, the Prophet ﷺ said, in zana wa sarak, even if he committed adultery and stole. He said, I said it to him again, in zana wa sarak, even if he committed adultery and stole, the Prophet ﷺ says, even if he committed adultery and stole. He said, I said it a third time, even if he committed adultery and stole, and the Prophet ﷺ said, he said it to me a third time, in zana wa sarak, even if he committed adultery and stole. So he said, I said it to him a fourth time. Usually these narrations stop at three. He said, I said a fourth time, in zana wa sarak, even if he committed adultery and stole. He said, even if he committed adultery and stole. And the Prophet ﷺ said in the fourth one, he said, and even in, at the defiance of Abu Dhar, even if Abu Dhar hates it, <laughs> Even if Abu Dhar doesn't want that to happen, Allah will enter that person into Jannah. So Abu Dhar said, I walked away and I was saying, and even if Abu Dhar hates it, even if Abu Dhar doesn't want it to happen, it's going to happen. And uh, Abu Abdullah, he comments in, in Al-Bukhari after the hadith and the narration, he says, this is a person who before he dies, repents to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and bears witness to the oneness of Allah. Allah will forgive all of his sins. He does not have to be pegged down. And if you think about it with your faith, shaitan wants to disconnect you from your iman. That's, that's his goal. Before you commit a sin, he tells you don't worry about it. After you commit a sin, he tells you you have no chance at ever connecting back with your creator. So after a person has committed a major sin, they should know that they should come back to Allah and Allah will not disappoint them. If you think about the hadith of the man that killed 99 people and then went to a worshiper, and says to the worshiper, again, a worshiper, I've been worshiping Allah in this mosque this entire time, and here you go coming to me, and you're asking if Allah can forgive you? So he says, do I have any chance of being forgiven? And he tells him, no way, you have no shot. And he, he hated that answer so much, he killed the worshiper. And then he went to a scholar after killing a hundred, said, any chance of Allah forgiving me? He said, who can stand between you and the mercy of Allah? But you have to change. You've got to stop killing people. You've got to uh, compensate for what you've done. Repent, move to this land, start your life over. And that man had enough of husna dhan billah, a good opinion of Allah, assuming goodness of Allah, that he made his way 
to another land and he died on the way and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave him and entered him into Jannah just because he was making his way to that new land. The lesson that the scholars say that that murderer had, husn billah, he assumed well of Allah. He knew that Allah would forgive him despite his past. You have to keep that hope alive. That is how you disconnect yourself from sin. قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهِ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Allah says, O oh my servants who have transgressed against themselves, don't despair from the mercy of Allah. Allah forgives all sins. But at the same time, أَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ You need to change, you need to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You need to reverse that course that you are upon. But Allah can forgive your sins. And if a person has iman, two more things. Number one, the Prophet ﷺ said, my intercession on the Day of Judgment is for Ahlul Kaba'ir min Ummati, is for the major sinners of my Ummah. I will intercede for them. What then of those that aren't major sinners? Number two, the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever has an atom's worth of faith in their heart will eventually be protected and rescued and saved from the fire. So low Iman is not equal to no Iman. A lot of times shaitan tries to get us to tank Low Iman is not no Iman. Having some faith is better than having no faith, even if it's an Adam's worth. Turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not let shaitan convince you that you're doomed because of one time that you committed that major sin. Turn back and have a good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he will accept your faith with the Nahi ta'ala. May Allah accept your Iman and my Iman. Allahumma ameen. Jazakumullah khayran. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.